Hey, relatives, this is Trey McWilliams with the Relative Truth Podcast. Hey, you got to forgive me for my head cold here, but I want to let you know that we experienced some technical difficulties on my microphone during this interview, but I don't think it took away from it. So we're taking steps to remedy it, but please enjoy the podcast and our interview with Patrick Malone. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Relative Truth Podcast. My name is Trey McWilliams. And I'm Mike McWilliams. We're sure glad you guys joined us. Don't let the name fool you. Um, We do believe there is a relative truth, but we're just two brothers trying to edutain you uh, in some kind of way, trying to figure out how to do that. So we're glad you guys listened. It's been a while. If you listen to our 10th episode, which was our last one we put out with Dylan Gamble. Hope you enjoyed that. That was fun. So Mike, it's been been a while. How's it going? Yeah, going well. We, uh, I think you'll, you guys will enjoy this, the upcoming one, the 11th with uh, Patrick Malone. Uh, yeah. It's been, it, it was a good one. So, um, but yeah, things been kind of blowing like crazy here in the uh, West Texas arena. We had, um, I think what we could describe as a haboob. Um, wow. about a couple of days ago, which sounds somewhat scandalous, but actually I think it's maybe a, yeah, you're a, married a real guy. thing. You shouldn't be checking out other haboobs. <laughs> her, her boobs would be what I can't do, but haboobs, I think well, her boobs are fine. Exactly. Yeah. I saw some pictures on Facebook that were, it just was a, just orange, thick, Look like like pumpkin soup out, yeah. In the, in the cr- atmosphere. Well, and the crazy thing that that came after, at least here, came after about an inch of rain. So it had rained. Really? Yeah, it rained, and then literally in the next hour, you could have. I mean, it's nasty. Yeah, you just had dirt all on everything. It was just. I mean, the, the, literally the water hadn't dried from the rain to the point that now dirt was falling from the sky. So it was pretty nasty. Not a, not a good day. And I, in fact, I think we actually had had one maybe the same day that we talked to Patrick, which, cause I think we talked about, <laughs> it was not a chamber of commerce day or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so, kind of springtime in Snyder. That is true. Yeah. So kind of what happens. Yeah. Well, like you mentioned, we got Patrick on here. Um, he is the first of, we're hoping, a couple of interviews of folks who have matriculated through Snyder High School through the theater and drama department, which has had a, a non-normal, what's the word I'm looking for? I think you would call it a statistical anomaly would be the as far as the numbers of kids that have passed through Snyder High School drama program and then going on and being, and and I don't want to even say marginally successful because I mean a lot of these guys are because there's some that I don't know them know them but needless to say, I mean highly successful. I mean you know I don't know their dollar amounts. They don't they don't send you know Patrick didn't show me his. Bank statement. W-2 or anything. <laughs> yeah. but, no. But, but to me, to be able to to say, this is what I do for a living is 
you know, something that was probably started to some degree by the foundation that was gathered in my high school career is, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So anyway, so we got movie stars, television people, people that work on production. Like one of the guys that uh, I went to school with, has been successful out in Hollywood. Calvin Wimmer, he's he's at least on Facebook agreed that he would join us when we needed when uh, uh, on a podcast when we needed t- to uh, have him on. So um, it's just been a statistical anomaly. That's the best way to put it. And so this uh, our first interview is is that we're going to share with you guys tonight is with um, Patrick Malone. And do you remember how many? Movies and TV shows he's been on, Mike. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I, I don't know that the data was actually as accurate as we would have liked it because it had his uh, date of birth incorrect and his his uh, his birthplace incorrect. I think Wikipedia and maybe IMDb both had those incorrect. But anyway, it, it's I'll just. Error due to rounding, say that it was 50 plus, and I think probably in the 60s to 70s. Um, and not to mention the fact that he he's going to have a movie coming out, I believe July 21st, if I'm not mistaken, called Tomorrow War, that I actually forgot to mention when I was giving his introduction. So I'll do it now. And uh, yeah, with anyway, Chris that's Pratt. With Chris Pratt. Yeah, and that'll be um, um, exciting to go watch because, like I say, I think he plays a. A preacher or a priest, I think, is what I think when I saw his when I saw the thing. I think it says like preview preacher. or something. Yeah, it yeah. said like preacher John or something. Maybe I, I can't remember. That may have been another <laughs> character he played. Things may be running together for me, but anyway, uh, <laughs> the haboob got you. The haboob, yeah, yeah. I've been slapped upside the head by a haboob. Yeah. So anyway, I really enjoy to Patrick and hope you guys enjoy it. So you want to introduce it, Mike, or do some letter rip? Yeah, I say, um, hope you guys enjoy. This is our interview with Patrick Malone on St. Patrick's Day, nonetheless. Oh, yeah. I want the truth! All right, here we are. This is the Relative Truth Podcast, and we have great guest tonight, a friend from a long time, Patrick Malone. And let me give you a little bio on Patrick. Uh, he's a 1986 graduate of the our alma mater, Snyder High School. Um, he is uh, an actor. He has worked in over uh, 50 sh- TV shows and movies throughout his career. Uh, he's worked with the likes of Tom Hanks, Steve Martin, uh, Morgan Freeman, Danny Glover. Um, his most recent accolade is that he's going to be inducted into the um, Theater Hall of Honor at Snyder High School uh, later this year sometime. Um, he also is a, uh, I would consider full-time, it would be full-time acting coach, uh, at the actor's spot in, uh, Hollywood. And so he's a full-time Californian now, but we still love him. And, uh, we would, we would, we could, we would bring him back home. So Patrick Malone, welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you. Thank you guys for having me. <clears throat> well, glad you're here. And we know we, we, um, since it's we're actually recording this on St. Patrick's Day, so St. Patrick Malone, otherwise known as my day, you are correct. That's right. This is your day. So thanks for carving out some time for us. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Honestly, yeah, let me just sure. say this before you guys get started. I thank you guys very much for having me. I truly do appreciate it. 
Well, uh, like I say, and today, that's real. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this, and I told Patrick prior to us getting that I was giddy, giddy, G I D D Y, <laughs> and and he thought that was a little odd. But needless to say, I think I've used it in previous podcasts. I think I've used giddy before, and the 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 relatives or what we call our listeners, and um, I think they'll understand that I'm giddy, so or what that yeah. means. So. Yeah. Um, glad hey, and one thing we don't want to forget to mention oh, yeah. is that, and we may mention it later, but not only the films and TV shows that Patrick's been in, but there's one coming out in July with Chris Pratt, who, who's hilarious. Some people I just know watched, him. Yeah, some yeah, people, some, some people magnificent, heard of him. Yeah, Magnificent Seven. Oh, he's is that a, it? He's so oh, that good was such that. a good movie. He's yeah, so good he that, was yeah. so good that. So that's exciting. Yeah, so it's called he's, Tomorrow He's actually just War. started another film actually with the same director. So it's going to be just, really? yeah. Wow. Really? Okay. So, and, All right. And that's so my, random, Mike, I random stuff. No, no, no. And I missed that. And so I apologize. Uh, it's called Tomorrow War comes out July 21st. So um, all you people, listeners, um, line up, buy your tickets and support um, a, a former Snyder guy. Um, so yeah. anyway. For, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. What's that? Former? Oh, my former. Well, I mean, like I'm from. Live, yeah, no, you, no, you that's don't. Home. Okay, yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> Cut my tongue. Cut my tongue. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be quiet. Yeah, no, yeah. Once, correct me when. Once from Snyder, always from Snyder. That's exactly, Trey. Yeah, you, we don't let you go. You can't get the dust out of your, you know, pores or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And your ears and. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so Patrick, we grew up together, graduated together. But then kind of after graduation, um, I knew, I mean, I kind of knew what was going on by, you know, some, um, you know, friends, Mike Carter, Lance Aldridge, John Trailer. So, I mean, I knew what was going on, but there's years that I don't know about. So kind of fill that in for me. I mean, I know, you know that I know what you've been doing, but right. I mean, fill everybody in. It's okay. kind of what kind of uh, how'd you get your there? life story. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so uh, it came out in 87, I think it was 87. Uh, well, first of all, you guys know my parents, you know my mom and my dad, but my, uh, the rule in the house, in our house, was that all three of us had to go to college at least a year, because if you go, then you're gonna love it. So that was, because my mom being the educator, that was That's her right. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, fantastic. So I went my parents' year, and then I got my little Escort GT, and drove out to Cali, uh, and I was lucky enough, blessed enough to be out here, and I looked, I was 19 when I came out, I think, yeah, 19, but I looked like I was 14, so yeah. um, I was lucky enough to get an agent because I could play younger, and they didn't have to have a tutor or anybody else on the set, so uh, that is the beginnings of my lovely journey out here. Okay. Well, hey, so did you just wow. pack up and go? Did you not? Did you? I mean, I know this is actually a question I got later about kind of the the. It seems to be the over statistical probability of Snyder people in movie right. production acting. But I mean, did you just go out there blind? Um, completely, like, yeah. completely blind. Yeah. I mean. Oh my it, gosh. I, I knew that. Um, uh, that I wanted to do this. Yeah. No idea how to do it, but I figured if in order to do it, I need to be in a place where they actually do it, you know? Yeah. So uh, I came out and uh, I, Barry had already gone back 
actually. And the only person that was out here at the time when I first came out here, I think, was Brad Mall. No, Dane Witherspoon was still here, but um, I, I never saw him. Yeah. And never saw him. Uh, Brad Mall was very gracious, and he would uh, invite, invite us over every once in a while for dinner, you know. But I, he was the only person I knew out here. Luckily, like I said, um, after submitting my picture and resume to different agents, I went ahead and got an agent. And then, uh, you know, Brad Maul, he would still try to, you know, guide me. But um, I thought at the same time, I have to do this on my own (laughs) because if I'm making the the trip out here, let's make it happen somehow. So and uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, did you I mean, did you 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 didn't have a place to live? I mean, literally you were in your car. I mean, it was like nothing. I'm going out there and. Oh, for sure. I oh mean, I, I came out here, it, Escort GT, I had a little a trailer on the back of it, driving about 60 miles an hour all the way because the Escort didn't do much. Right. <laughs> you know, and then uh, uh, the day I got here, which was rare also, I got an apartment. They called my mom and, my, and, they, and they talked to her. She was my backup. They're like, look, this, who's this kid? We can't take him in. You know, uh, she goes, no, no, whatever goes wrong, here's my information. So luckily, my parents were like, you know what? Yeah. We see that you're going to do it, but you're going to be doing it. So I got my first, I had my place and I was living in Hollywood. uh, Because when you're from Snyder, Texas, Hollywood is Beverly Hills. Because that's what they show you on TV. Right. (laughs) But it's not. Uh, uh, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) It is not. I mean, I literally, uh, after being here maybe two or three months, you know, I would always see these women on these corners by my apartment. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, they're selling things. And they were. They were. <laughs> and they were. I mean, I, I drove up one time to, the, to this corner where this woman was. And, you know, Snyder, Texas. I had some food in my car. I was <laughs> passing out some food through the window. And she goes, no, 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 baby. Go, 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 go. I'm like, oh, the dude behind me is your job. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I had to realize, Patrick, everybody's not from Scurry County. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's not your friend. <laughs> yeah. True, true story. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. That is so impressive. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I mean it's not, yeah, guts. It's not unbelievable. It's totally believable because because you've been a badass your whole life, but the, uh, uh, uh wait, 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 I'm sorry, but I have to stop you there because I was hoping the one thing you guys would talk about is your defensive back. I was going to talk about it. Nope. Pump, You're, pass and kick. I'm still angry. What's that from pump, pump pass, and, pass kick? and kick? Oh my God. I'm Patrick? still angry. Yes. Cause we tied. I was, what did we tie? No, we didn't tie. I was supposed to win, but somebody else <laughs> with somebody left, some lefty came through and took over. I think there was a, that's what I, See, I, there was a year vividly. Well, okay, so this is kind of interesting. You know, back in the days, Snyder um, Independent School District had made the decision that that schools needed to be neighborhood schools, and so it was interesting back in the day because it's different now. That um, that like we. I didn't know some of the kids that went to okay. other schools real well. So like I knew Don Osborne, Todd Paul, I mean like these guys, I knew them inside and out. We spent the night with people and that sort of stuff. Then we get to junior high and I'm like, Holy crap, there's a whole new group of girls. There's a whole new group. of. I mean, now, now back up a little bit. 
we had played basketball. There was, you know, or football. I mean, the peewees. But as far as kind of knowing, knowing people, you didn't really, it didn't seem that way. And now that's different because, you know, they, the, all elementary, elementary schools all together and that sort of stuff. But anyway, it was kind of an interesting dynamic, but you know, that like, um, um, like I say, the neighborhood school really kind of created, um, um, a little bit of dynamic once Segre- you got segregation, segregation. yeah 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 for sure <laughs> i mean it did because you know you're right because you guys over at west we knew who you were people at at northeast we knew who they were people in central you know who they are people where i was over at east east yeah for me i felt like east was the most uh diverse because it probably was, I, well I, I don't know i don't know why actually but i just i felt like it growing up especially i mean central you knew what central central is mostly uh, blacks and Hispanics and poor whites. It was, yeah, you know, yeah. um, East, it was somewhat lower to upper, to, lower to middle class. And that's how like me and Mike Carter, you know, right. that's how we became brothers. We met there, you know, me and Tony Romero, all these guys, you know, that we grew up with, but, fr- but you're right though, because of the neighborhood schools. Yeah. Yeah. That so was anyway, the difference for sure. Yeah, It's kind of a weird. And then like I say, then when we, when you get to junior high, it's kind of like, okay, well now we have a whole new friend group, you know, or whatever. I mean, like you, it, you kind of created some other dynamics that came on. So it, it was kind of a, for sure. a, a new deal, but, uh, but anyway, okay. So, forgot those, okay. So now you forgot the scandalous people from Stanfield though. Oh, Stanfield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, what I, what, what I didn't like, we had, there was some, okay, so there were a couple of, they merged or they changed the lines one year. And I remember there was a girl named Kelly Porch and a girl named Dawn Farmer. And they moved, oh, yeah. they moved into West and they had, they were like really smart. And so when they came in, we thought we were really smart. Well, let me back up. We had done, we were doing well you know, but then when two more moved in, that just moved us down. So we kind of got, right. you know, we, we weren't really excited that someone else had come into the territory, but, uh, how dare they, how dare, <laughs> how they, dare they move? move us? Yeah. So, you know, instead of being like, you know, last in the class, I was having to sit outside the class. No, just saying, <laughs> uh, but no. And they're done that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. Okay. So the punt passing kick, I, I, I you think won. This, Let's leave it at that. You beat. Okay. All right, right. I, I caught a I caught a good one on the deal, but I do think there was a year that there was some. This may have been um, what was his name? His dad was a coach at one of the elementary schools, or something. Mitchell, something Mitchell. But anyway, we t- I think we tied, and then we had a playoff, and he. Then he threw it like 50 yards further than he did the first time, kicked it 80 yards <laughs> nice. further. I was like, it wasn't even funny. So I was like, anyway, so there was, right, a, right. There was a year that I got absolutely handed to me. So, but anyway, punt, pass, and kick. Yeah, that's a that's a blast from the oh, past. So anyway. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been <laughs> holding, holding on, on to it. For a yeah. long time. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That'll send you to, awesome. yeah, yeah. You got to release that bitterness, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have my second place trophy. Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. That means I'm the first loser. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, for those of you relatives, Patrick was uh, a heck of a football player. Um, played 
uh, defensive back and running back. Uh, some, I think we kind of, right. we basically handed off to Justin the whole time. Um, no doubt. And, <laughs> and got, I was supposed to block. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, and I was block. I'm, I'm 135 pounds. Well, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody said, you know, like, Oh, you played quarterback in high school. I was like, oh, okay, well, hold on. That's over. That's an overrated comment for what I played. Really, what I was, I was a handoff specialist. That's what I called it. So anyway, so anyway, so just to handoff specialist. specialist. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so okay, some influence, Patrick. In, yeah. What? Okay, hold on. Before you get to okay, influence, sorry. so you're in L.A. So are you doing the typical actor kind of thing, like working as a waiter or a waitress, or did you get a job right out of, right when you got there? Like, ooh, how ooh. did it go? That, uh, good question. No, I, uh, I was typical. <laughs> I, I, I was lucky enough to get a job at a hotel, and, and I didn't realize uh, when I got the job how famous the hotel was. I just wanted a job. I got a job at this hotel called the Roosevelt Hotel. It's where the first Academy Awards was held. It's right across the street from... Grauman's Chinese Theater, you know, all it has all this mystery and magic about it. But I was just happy to get a job, <laughs> and oh, I did room service waiter. Yeah. Oh wow. For, uh, for a, like a year and a half, and um, then that was yep from '87 to about no '88 to about '89, and December of '89, um, I uh, my my agent said, hey, we have this audition for you. It's uh, for uh, 21 Jump Street. I'm like, oh, cool. I love that show. I like Johnny Depp. Cool. You know, yeah. I go in and I get it and, and get the call back. Then I book it. And that's when, again, Scurry County jumped out and my mom and my grandmother, my dad. So I leaped out on faith again on that one because I went to Canada, filmed it, never gave a two weeks notice. Never, I just never went back to my, uh, my room service job. Oh no! Because I'm like, you know, at this point, I I just felt like something was happening, and so while I was up in Canada, my my manager called, say, hey, you remember that movie you auditioned for a couple of weeks ago? No. Well, you booked it. So and you start three days when you get back. I'm like, I knew it. I just oh, felt wow. like it was the timing was right. And again, I went out on faith and was lucky enough to continue working and and so i've never had another job since oh wow so yeah, yeah. You, you, you didn't, that's cool yeah that's awesome yeah it's scary it's stupid is what it is i would never tell anybody <laughs> else to do that yeah well so yeah. okay now so your kids are they involved in the acting yes. uh my my oldest is my daughter my oldest daughter ivy she is she's a uh, uh a writer slash uh writer's assistant on this show called charmed it's on gotcha. netflix now so okay. she's she's uh, the assistant also to like the showrunners on the show, but she's getting to write, and that's what that's what she went to school for. I got you. But and my youngest is not. No, she's smart. She's smarter than us. <laughs> well, okay. So as far as like formal training, you didn't necessarily. I mean, there are kids that have gone to, you know, Juilliard. UCLA, Juilliard. Those sure. Uh, and, and yeah, one that you work with regularly, maybe Brad. <laughs> you know, right, I mean, right. I mean. Shakespearean type training and that sort right. of stuff. So, so tell no, me. No, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but to me, it, I mean, I, go, ahead, that, go ahead. That, 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 I mean, and when it come, when it boils down to it, it's like, is it, what can you do for me lately kind of thing? I mean, like when you're in an audition, nobody gives a crap if you, does that make sense kind of, I mean, or do they? You're, no, you are absolutely correct. It, um, and I, I think 
a lot of times, because I have a student now that's, that's uh, graduating from, uh, from Syracuse, and uh, she's trying to get rolling with it, you know? And so she's reaching out to all the Syracuse alumni that have done something here. And she's having some success, but no, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But again, I say that, and I do workshops all over the country too, and I say the same thing. Just because it worked for me, it worked out for me, my, my journey does not mean it's gonna work out the same way for everyone else, you know? Um, I would say, if you know for a fact, if you know deep in your gut, in your heart, that, that you don't wanna do anything else, that you know that, that you were put on this planet to do this, then do it. Otherwise, go and be the best lawyer, the best mailman, the best chef, the best mayor, the best president, whatever it is that you can be, because this thing, it's not a joke, you know? And I think a lot of times people wanna get into it uh, because it seems all glamorous and everything else. And, but the truth is, uh, the glamour part of Hollywood is the glamour part of Hollywood. Hollywood is dirty, Hollywood is rough, Hollywood, Hollywood uh, it doesn't, how clean is your, your, your family? <laughs> okay. Family yeah. oriented. Okay, and, and yes, so I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, Patrick, let, let me ask you this, you know, like, th I know that there's, there's probably some people that would have been Hall of Fame athletes that because of coaching teams, timing, you know, they were just lucky enough or unlucky enough to be behind Peyton Manning. Like right. Peyton hadn't been there. They might have been the next Peyton. So um, and I don't ask this to belittle anything you've done. Sure. But I mean, is, is timing and luck a big part? I mean, could you be the greatest actor ever and then just because of timing and luck it not work out like it could have uh, or think if that, you work hard enough it'll work i think that is absolutely the case trey i really? think there are some amazing amazingly talented people out there that uh for whatever reason they weren't lucky you know they, they didn't get the break they weren't at the right place at the right time um I truly do believe, because I'm not sure if you guys know what SAG is, Screen Actors Guild, it's our, it's our union. There are, I would say there are probably more people that are not in the SAG, in the union, that are more talented than most people in the union. I really do believe that. But just like you say, Trey, you know, um, the timing, the luck, the being in the right place, they were not. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're less talented though, let's be clear. Yeah. Not at all, just like an athlete, I'm sure there's some really good quarterbacks that are right behind Peyton. Yeah. You know? Well, but yeah. And again, it was Peyton. Bad coach, had a bad team. Whatever. All that. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get a look or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so as far as, um, and this is maybe an, an odd question, but, um, and I don't know how it maybe applies to, because I look at some of your things on Instagram and, and you're so encouraging. I mean, like everything is, you know, one of my actors is, you know, working, putting the time in. I mean, you're always kind of encouraging them and saying very positive things like, you know, um, you know, the person that, you know, I don't know, you know, just little quotes that to me are kind of inspiring or whatever. And so that being said, I'm, you just know that there's a lot of people that put their life out on the line in a sense of acting where that's going to an audition and then 
rejection comes because, you know, I think, you know, I've heard statistics and it's unbelievable about, you know, you, you have to fish, you know, 2000 times to land the one fish and you're like, holy crap, I would have given up after 20 or whatever. And, and so it's, what did, uh, what did Gretzky say? Uh, uh, something about hitting the ball a hundred times. He has a great quote. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of it. But Gretzky has a great, great quote about kind of. about hockey. You know, saying that you can you can hit the ball a hundred times. All you need is that one. Yeah. And it's true though. You know it. And and I I tell my students all the time. You know, you, you fall down seven times, you get up eight. Yeah. Everybody doesn't though. So I'm like, uh, I'm done. And I'm and and that's fine too for me. For people that are in my class, I'm like, you know what? Uh, wherever you're from, I would suggest you go back there. And I'm very direct that way because, again, this is not a game out here. This is not a hobby. It's definitely not a hobby. And so if you come out here thinking, you know what, um, it's going to happen for me tomorrow. Yeah. You're in the wrong business. <laughs> <clears throat> well, so with that, as far as like and with the actor spot, is there a um, we watched a, a Netflix it was, uh, with um, What's his name? It's called the Kaminsky method or something like that. Oh, he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, for he's, sure. He's an acting coach, so I kind of thought. Yeah. But um, I know that there are different methods of acting and that sort of stuff. Are there? Do you guys kind of tend toward one or is it – and like I say, I don't really know the dynamics of it, but maybe you I can do. kind of explain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm sorry. My, the, I do was – I do uh, a certain ty- uh, technique, method. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. I, I – I, I teach what I use, actually, which is Meisner. It's like an offshoot of Meisner. <coughs> Excuse me, which is basically, not to get actory about it, but it's moment to moment, listening and reacting, and being present. Because what you guys are doing right now, if you guys were actors right now, you would be Meisner actors. Because both of you guys are listening so intently yeah. to respond. You know, right. And that's 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 what uh, for me acting should be is listening and reacting method acting. um, When I first came out here, I was told that I had to go study at a method acting studio. And I did at the Stella Adler studio, you know, and one of the exercises that I remember vividly was to walk into a grocery store and walk down an aisle and use your peripheral vision and memorize everything that you see. I'm like, "Eh." Okay, this ain't for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this one's not for me, you know? And so I went to a different studio, started studying, and, and it was more of a Meisner uh, offshoot, and that's, that became home kind of, for me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> it's, <clears throat> the, um, when, I, when I was looking, I looked that up, because I was like, I was, you know, they always talk about Robert De Niro kind of becomes, he's a character, uh, you know, he's like a method actor. Method actor. So therefore, yes. like when he's, if he's doing, if he's playing, you know, Bobby Bones or whatever, he right. becomes Bobby Bones and whatever. Immersed. Yeah. And so, and he's that, my understanding is 
Like once he's, once they start throughout, throughout, yeah. Like, so if it's a three month production, then he's Bobby Bones for three months. So you got, uh, and here's uh, a, two little stories for you guys. I'm, am I messing up your, with your time? No, oh, crap, no, no. Oh, okay, we got okay. all night. Yeah. Two, we're, all right, cool, cool. If we're two jacking stories, with uh, yours, that's the, yeah. No, yeah, no we're you, you tell us when we're, <laughs> yeah. Right on, right on. It's your uh, day. Remember it's oh, it St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. day. So, it's my day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's this, there's this movie called uh, Marathon Man. It's a, it's a, this is one of those famous actor stories. And it's with Sir Lawrence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman's a method actor. Olivier's more Meisner, but they didn't really call it Miser in England. And uh, it's a scene where Olivier like yanks his, his uh, Dustin Hoffman's tooth out without any anesthesia. He's it's it's he's torturing him basically. And so Hoffman starts before the scene. You know he's doing these push-ups and running and jumping like push-ups, trying to get himself hyped up. And Olivier just sitting in his chair, he goes, just try acting, my boy. But, <laughs> but my point is, if you watch the performances, they're equally amazing because they just come out from, from different perspectives. You yeah. know, um, uh, I, I, I can't do what a method actor does. Um, the other story is um, Lord of the Rings. The, uh, the guy... Um, their protector, their, um, I forget, their, the main protector. Gandalf? Is it Gandalf? No, not Gandalf. Uh, the, the king. The, the guy that ends up being the king. Yeah. Anyhow. Oh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I'm, me neither. But I'm he, not a um, he, uh, He's supposed to be this outdoors guy, this, you know, this, this hunter-gatherer. And, he's, and so every night after they would film, the cast would go back to the hotel, get their drink on. It's nice and cool inside. He had them build a, uh, a tent by the water because he wanted to fully immerse himself into that character. Oh my God. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> take, take my happy butt back to the hotel. <laughs> you know, it's time for a vodka soda. There you go. Oh my gosh. I'm going to listen and respond. Get me out of that tent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to listen and respond. Okay, well, so, all right, Patrick, next, next, moving on. So give me your coolest experience and your worst experience. And it could be like, and it could be whether it's in acting, it could be just in life, or it could be, I don't know, you can frame it however you want, but does that make sure. sense? Like, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it'd probably be better if it was acting, you know, like maybe worst audition moment and best audition moment. Okay, or something like there that. you go. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay. you for, for clarity. Okay. Worst audition. Um, I, had, I got a call back on this HBO movie, and I was going in to meet the director and the producers, everybody, and, uh, and I was a huge fan of the director. Okay, wait, can I huge. interrupt you? Can I interrupt you just sure. for a sec? Okay, just for clarity, this is, you've already done the audition and you get I've the callback? Okay. I've so, already gone through two, two. two sections. Yes, yeah, so th- I, this is the third audition, basically. Okay, now, so l- I, now explain, this going, to, um, explain this to you me. You got it. You, I'm sorry. Absolutely. So with an audition, do you bring the what you're going to say or do they give that to you or is that does that make sense like the yeah, yeah, narrative yeah. or the you know um just for your edification too yes. it's s-i-d-e-s they're called sides sides okay there see now everybody knows yeah <laughs> but <laughs> so but you're, it's uh I, so i went in the first time just just for the with the casting director i get a call back they bring you back in and i met the director no no i met the producer the third call back now that's where we are now oh Okay. It's the producers, director, casting, everybody. So I'm in there. And I had already gone through two sessions. So I knew my stuff. I forget you guys are family thing. Hold on. 
So I knew my stuff. You, you could throw the. You could, you could you throw can beep the, it out. Yeah, we, yeah. Let her rip. I know. Okay. Yeah. And um. And I'm in there, and I'm I'm like I got this. This this is my movie. And I start. They start with the lines. I start back and forth. And then I just stopped. Like, Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry, you guys. Can we start again? I'm I'm sorry. I said I I know this. I'm sorry. We're like, oh, we know, we, we, we've already seen your tape, Patrick. We know you know it, so let's, let's make it happen. All right, cool. Do it again. Nothing. Oh, my gosh. Gone. And I'm like, you know what, you guys? Um, I respect you too much. I'm leaving now. Uh-uh. And I walked out. I called my manager, told her, hey, you know, uh, I had to leave the audition. She, how did it go? No, 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 I left. I know, but how did it go? I walked out. I didn't finish it. Oh my. What? What? You know they're never going to call you again. I said, I get it. I said, they, I don't deserve to be called back in because and it, for me, it is about respect and I respect the, their time and it wasn't going to happen. It just was not going to. And that's also one of the things I also tell younger actors. Don't do what I did. Oh my gosh. Did you just forget lines or just weren't feeling it that day? What, both. What? Yeah, really? both. Yeah. Which is, it's a terrible thing to say as an actor. But both, I forgot the lines, and then once once you do forget the lines, then you just get in your head, yeah. And then it's gonna you're gonna be start forcing everything, and it's gonna start looking like oh, you're acting. So I'm like ah, yeah. nope. I respect your time, and I know you have other people out there, so I'm gonna just leave. no, Patrick. No. I said no, thank you guys. I'm leaving. Oh my gosh. So that's the worst one. Yeah. Okay. Give us okay. a good one. Good one. <laughs> yeah, we got to get on better. a good one. This is okay. your day. This is paying. <laughs> yeah. Right? Here's here's a good one. So I was doing a. Um, well, we're all in the same age range. So I, back in the day when we had uh, after-school specials, so yeah, okay. <laughs> I was working on this after-school special, and uh, my and I, I no no I'm sorry. Preface this: I auditioned for this film. I go in and just with the casting director, and and I knew I killed it. And she goes, Patrick, you know what? You're the best actor for it, but you're you're too old. Nothing I can do about that. Okay, fine. Six weeks later, I'm working on this um, uh, after-school special, and my manager said, hey, remember that film, um, that, that film, some Grand Canyon or something? I said, no. She goes, well, the, they can't find anybody that's in the right age range, and the director wants to meet you. All right, cool. So I went, and I'm thinking, you know what? I have nothing to lose. Let's take some chances in this, uh, in this room. You know? So I go over to 20th Century Fox, and... And I, I, again, this is a director that I had already admired for years. You know, this guy, he, he wrote uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. He, he directed Silverado and all, Big Chill. You know, I'm like, I, I dig him. So I go in and I do my thing. And I make this, what I thought was a bold choice. I got up from, from our table, went by, their, by the exit door and did a scene. Made them literally look up over their table to, to see me and I did it I said thank you and I walked out and I'm on my way back home and back in the days of pagers <laughs> I get a page from my from my manager it was 911 that always meant something was up so I pulled over didn't have a car phone <laughs> I pulled over <laughs> and I called say hey what's going on she goes I don't know what you just did in there but you just booked a film with Danny Glover and Steve Martin and Kevin Klein and I remember I'm like Oh, la, la. What? <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll end it on a good note. Yeah. That's yes. so cool. Awesome. There you go. 
So, okay. So let me ask this, as far as your balance of life now, I mean, is the, what's going to win the day you get a, you know, you've got students coming next week, but you get audition calls. What or an audition, you know, for, uh, you know, a big film, it's got a director, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, in your, what, what's that? Do you make the call of, Hey guys, y'all are going to have to be postponed. Or if I am going to be gone for three months doing a film in New Zealand, you know, uh, or whatever. Does that make sense? You know what, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but luckily, now we have Zoom. That's true. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, um, I'm. I'm. That's how I'm teaching right now, because uh, out here we're we're not in person. You know. Sure. So uh, um, I'm teaching, and I have. I teach my class on Mondays. It's people from North Carolina, West Virginia, Ohio. Here, obviously, North Dakota, Michigan, and Ohio. Oh you know, my so, gosh! So luckily, it's working out nicely right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! So, so it's not you don't have to make a choice now. I mean, well, exactly. And, well, and then you're probably not going to have a film. <laughs> I mean, auditions are probably minimal as well. I would would assume. Or, no, are, are they ramping back? In? It's crazy busy right now. Really? Yeah, thankfully. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But it it as of I would say mid February is when it's, things started kicking in, and now it's it's high gear. Okay, so that's going to lead to the next question I had. As far as like all these other platforms of, sorry, Trey, um, but like all the other, it seems like there's a a lot of um, production that's out there that's needed now for all these different platforms. When you're talking about Netflix and uh, Google Plus or or not Google, yeah, what um, Apple, all Apple, all of them, yeah, yeah. So is is are we seeing more? movies slash series now than we have in the past are we just being exposed to them because we have these other platforms does that does that make sense what i'm asking yeah it it, it makes sense but honestly there are more that is that that is the truth there are more but that doesn't mean the qualities oh sure you know i'm saying as as well uh uh, now they they can just put anything on and they do (laughs) they can put any film any series you know uh some if somebody has a friend at netflix they're going to be on they'll be fine they're going to get on, you yeah. know, uh, but for the actor, it's, uh, it's not as, it's, it, it doesn't work out for the actors as well, because with all the new platforms, the money has gone down. I gotcha. You know, because it's, it's so much exposure out there now. They're like, okay, well, if you want to work, you'll, you'll take what we give you. And, I and I say that literally. There's a, a, one of the uh, platforms, it's, it's 125 bucks a day. That's what you can get, you know? Oh. And, uh, and, and, and believe me, I'm not, I'm not dogging $125. Right. <laughs> 125 is 125 However, when you're used to um, that same platform being, or that same job normally would have been a minimum of 1750 you know, but yeah. now they, they say, you know what, you have opportunity, not just with us, you can go work there, go work there. And then, then it, then it equals 1750, but it takes a while though. Yeah. It's so kind things of, have definitely changed. It's diluted a little, I mean, kind of in exactly. a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, That's crazy. Hey, Mike, I'm going to interrupt you because I want to ask a question. <laughs> um, Your turn. All right. So Patrick, I kind of mentioned it earlier and I don't know if I think I have the answer or not, but there, so many people from Snyder 
have, I mean, for years, and I think maybe the first one may have been Powers Booth. Correct. But then, like you mentioned, Dane Witherspoon, Brad Maul, you, a guy in my class, not necessarily an actor, but Calvin Wimmer working in the... Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there's, I don't know, there's probably per capita more Snyder people in the movie, television, entertainment world than any other small town. I may be wrong, but it sure feels that way. You know, I'm not going to disagree is with that? you. I'm not going to disagree that? with you. It's, it's because of worship. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. It, it Jerry, really so relatives, just so you know, Jerry Worship Sorry, yeah. was a, um, the high school drama teacher for years um, at Snyder High School. I don't know how many one-act play state champions he won. It's like I mean, dozens, sixteen right? or seventeen. I don't right. know. It's it's quite I don't, a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so that's when he's when Patrick says worship. That's who he's talking about. So go ahead, Patrick. I'm yeah, like but, you but, with the floor. Um, and, and you know, I apologize. I, sh- I should have said what you just said, actually. But yeah, he was instrumental in I think everybody that came out here um, in the la- well since Powers, especially because I think it was Worsham's either first year or second year that he met Powers. Um, yeah, so um, Powers was, yeah, the first, and then I think it was Dane, and then um, a Patterson. Um, right. The ones that used to, they, they used to own the, uh, the, the drug store, the um, store was it 37. The Snyder Drug? Al- Al- Elena Patterson, Alana Patterson, I think. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, I, but she came out, and she, hers was music. She did uh, the, um, the Tonight Show for years, and then Barry came out. And uh, I think I think I might have been the next one after Tub. I okay. think. Well, uh, and then even now, you know, since um, uh, Worsham, you know, uh, this kid uh, Kevin Alejandro. Alejandro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stephen Taylor. You know, there's there's still some people coming out of there. Well, and what did Richard Lack? Did he come out? Did was he? He did. Okay. He did. We were roommates for a little bit, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. thinking he. Uh, I, I think his mom or dad passed away recently, and I think he came back. Um, but anyway, uh, for a little bit, or came to Hermley or whatever. But anyway, for a little right. bit, and, and I'd heard he was in town, but I I didn't get to see him. But but uh, I think he lives in Dallas it, now. Does he? Okay, <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So what did Worsham do? Was it like did he create a vision of what like? Was it his teaching and coaching of making you guys better actors and actresses? Was it encouragement? What 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 was it that made him special? That made seem like a, 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 a extraordinary amount of people from a tiny little town in Texas be relatively successful too? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Powers Booth, sure. right? I mean, you know what I mean? So how? I, th- what, I, do, what was it, I think that think? It, it's everything that you just said. I think it was the encouragement. I think he also uh, set an atmosphere of freedom, you know? So um, uh, if, you, if you made a mistake, you weren't beat up for it. Uh, you were corrected. And then you're like, uh, and, he, and it wasn't even, it's this way, it's try this. If, if that doesn't work, try that, you know? And I think he gave everybody the space to find what worked for them. And... Uh, I know that, um, again, everybody's perspective is different also. And I think that some people um, were more inclined to uh, take everything that he said as gospel. I didn't. But the things that he said to me that that, uh, I knew worked for me, 
I held on to and I still hold on to them today. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of unbelievable. I mean, you kind of think about the uh, statistical anomaly that is what has, <laughs> you know, yeah. occurred. I mean, to, you, you've got to go, okay, there's got to be something to that. And, you know, I think it's like, um, you know, you, you know, you hear stories of, you know, a girl or a kid gets sick as a young kid or whatever, and they spend a lot of time in the hospital and then they become a doctor. And that's kind of the same thing. It's like, who, you know, what's your inspiration? What, what do you look to that? And that's kind of, um, you know, who you're around, who you see, what, and what, and when you see someone that encourages, um, professionalism and, um, you know, just is all around, um, you know, kind of creates, allows people to be who they are. That to me can be, um, um, you know, kind of mind, and especially at, you know, the age of, you know, that we are in high school that he kind of got to dive into. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Patrick, not moving along, but um, there is a part of our podcast that we do that I didn't tell you about earlier, Uh but, but it's, um, (laughs) this is, you know, you're scaring me right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't this. So, It's kind of, it's it's a lightning round, and so what it, it's basically kind of yes no questions, but then they're not really yes no. They're it's just choose one or the other. Now, and this one's specifically designed for Patrick Malone. Uh, no one else will get this same set of questions. Okay, um, so um, so here we go. We'll just fire it off. Here's the lightning you round. You for- can't you can't repeat. Patrick's answers. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm a mime. I, in the past, Patrick, what has happened is when I read these, then you say, like, you know, I say uh, um, chocolate or vanilla, and then you'd say, you know, vanilla, and then I would say vanilla right after you. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm, we're working on our podcast skills. Yeah, Patrick, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Basically. Well, Trey, it sounds like you have it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, being the older brother, he always gets to tell me exactly. what I'm doing wrong. I, I promise we had, if we had Norman on here, he would be like, yeah. yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. Storm and Norman. Yes. So, okay. All right. So hold on. I got to get my glasses on. Okay. So, um, all right, here we go. De Niro or Pacino? De Niro. Um, beach or mountains? Mountains. Beach. Mountains. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> See, we have a creative person there on here. Go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm freaking out. It's got to be one. It's got to be one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. A- act or direct? Direct. Really? Ooh. I would have thought act. Okay. Uh, when I know this That's one. what I'm doing more of now, actually, directing. Yeah. Uh, classical or method, the types of acting. So, w- which would be, you know. So you're saying theater? What, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean classical? I don't know. I looked it up on uh, five <laughs> five types of method or ty- five types of acting. One of them was classical, and I don't really know what that means. So. Well, then I'm going to go I with say, method because I don't know. What, I'm not sure what you mean by classical. Okay. Well. Even so, though it wouldn't be method, but yeah, I'll go method. Okay. Um, Rom com or action? Action. Okay. L.A. or New York? L.A.? Being from Newark, you should know this. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> okay. For, for, for those of you that y'all need to know this, this is a little inside joke. But so, uh, Patrick, now you were, were you born here in Snyder? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cogdale yeah. Memorial. Oh, my. Who, who birthed you? Who saw you first? 
Dr. Dillahay. Oh, he saw me Way. too. Yeah. Dr. Dillahay. <laughs> so rocks. Yes. But come on. Whose doctor wasn't Dr. Dillahay our age, though? Well, that's, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. The one doctor. The well, one doctor. Well, I tell this, I always tell this story about giving, you know, as I get to give shots on occasion. And I said, you know, the ladies that used to be at Dr. Dillahay's office that gave me a shot, if, I, if they were to walk into the pharmacy today, I would wet my freaking pants because right. they, they were, that needle was a mile long. And it had, was so long. Yeah. So yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway. And their, uh, their nurse pantyhose like they walk oh it's, yeah the yeah. grinding and they were all it was in all <laughs> they're white. coming after you yeah it's a total yeah it's a horror movie for me but anyway okay big city or small town Ooh. can we be more, more specific what city <laughs> what go. big city la that matters la snyder that's oh come on now <laughs> that's just cruel that's yeah. not fair that's yeah. not fair okay, okay. <laughs> la how about this la or hermily i'll take la <laughs> yeah la or ira there you go so, okay and all you hermily fans that are listening <laughs> right yeah. now, i love you guys yeah ho- hopefully yeah we may not have any Patrick, there's, there's like, there's like six people that listen to this thing and it's basically (laughs) all our relatives, but no. Okay. Steak or chicken? Chicken. Chicken. Okay. And I, I didn't, I I didn't want to make a a joke here. I'm trying to make a, a, a a terrible, terrible joke. I'm black. (laughs) Give me some fried chicken. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not trying to be politically correct. I love my chicken. I got you. All right. We're good. But I I do love a good steak. I do. Well, I I didn't want to, you know, I mean, you do live in LA and I didn't want to, I I started thinking, crap, if he's like, he might be a vegan. He's a vegan. Out there in California. Yeah. A sushi. No, give me some fried chicken. Okay. Well, good. You're still related to Norman then if you, if you're, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, film or stage? Film. And that wraps it up. So you won. Ding, 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 ding. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, that's it. Oh, that's so fun. It's one of those, we, we try to make the list now. Oh wait, I did miss one boxer or brief. Um, uh, uh, or or both. <laughs> we had one guy that he answered both. Yeah, you know, he kind of does the I, boxer I like, brief. Yeah, that's what I have. Boxer briefs. There you go. Okay, so yes, you follow in... another question for the go ahead, Fred. yeah, because they're the, they're the same thing now. Boxer two, briefs, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so um, moving to the to the actor spot. As far as um, I did see on your. Um, bio or maybe some of the actors that have come through there one of one of the guys um may, had some really kind words for you um uh, brock Cirella, oh. or whatever yeah, yeah yeah okay he was an actor on uh the middle and on the middle and the middle uh, mimics my family as far as the very oh, close. the girls <laughs> well, yes even though so you know uh brick is the youngest and kind of anyway kind of is very comparative to my youngest in some sense, the oldest, um, what's his name? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, it's very, you know, kind of all to themselves in a, you know, kind of world revolves around them. And then the middle one, uh, is Sue Heck. And that's, that is the total picture of my middle daughter. So anyway, so anyway, so needless to say, one of the funniest parts 
of the middle was when they had a dance off or something. They were going to fight or something, and he didn't want to fight. He was going to. Oh, that guy went to you. Yeah, that's yeah. Brock. Yeah, you coached? yeah. And Brock. Brock, oh. Brock plays this. <laughs> he wants one, two, three, and he wants to dance, have a dance off instead of fighting. And I'm like, that, that I could, I, if my family was all sitting in here, we would all be on the floor laughing because that guy has brought, just from that moment alone, has brought so much humor to our family or fun tell, to our family. Uh, and he, he is an amazing human. Oh, he's just a, he's just a good, good. person. Uh, comes from good family. It's from, from Colorado. And uh, uh, to this day, I mean, truly, to, what was it say? Say Wednesday? Yeah, on Monday, he wrote me just checking in. You oh, know? wow. Yeah, and, yeah he, he's just a good, good person for yeah. sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that was kind of a cool uh, put together of going, oh, crap, Patrick got to uh, <coughs> invest in Patrick this kid. coached him to be that funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I remember but, that saying. But the truth is, I did. Um, he... He came, I met him at a smoothie shop, he and his mom, um, at, I think when he was either 13, 14, or 15, maybe 15, and he, uh, uh, and he had this audition for this, for this role, and um, I'm looking at him like, Brock, this, you know, this, this fits you. And his mom looks at me like, what do you mean? What, what, why, why? Because she was in denial that he was gay. <laughs> in real, you know, and I'm like, yeah. it fits you, Brock. And he goes, he goes I know. But his mom was like, wait, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, he's good for the role. <laughs> and they're like, say no more. It out. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, one of these days, yes. mo- mom will open the closet door and realize, and, hey, Brock's already she, out. So, okay, yep. She's like, oh, he's wearing that dress too? Oh, nice. I fit you better, Brock, than it fits <laughs> me. Oh, gosh. Yes. Well, and he's, say, again, amazing, amazing kid. Amazing yeah. kid. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So as far as we're at 50 minutes, Oh, go ahead, Mike. Well, no, just one more as far as, um, kind of the, how, how people get in contact with you. Like he, you know, Brock being from Colorado is, is, are you, do you kind of have a known, um, path that people are like, Hey, I'm new to LA. I want to get into this. Is this, are you, are you kind of a, or is it more like, um, you know, some casting director and they say, Hey, you're pretty good, but you need some tweaking. Yes. Go to Patrick. That's, 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 that's exactly of- what happens. Yeah. It, it's a uh, casting directors and, and their specific agents, you know, will, uh, send them my way. Yeah. No, really? That's cool. Often. I mean, I, I get, uh, I get films or new shows that are coming out from like, Disney, Nickelodeon and things like that. Um, before they actually release them, the casting director will send it to me and ask me if I have anybody because they know that my talent, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. people that I teach. Yeah. Well, now are there people, I mean, like you were saying, you sometimes have to be harsh as far as kind of like, Hey, you just need to go back to Timbuktu or whatever. Sure. But <clears throat> I'm assuming there are some that come and you go, wow, this is, this, I, I shouldn't touch this. This is, you know, gold already. I mean, or, or, Maybe there's a part or of that. Maybe of just a little, a little tweak. bit tweak. Yeah, yeah. But yep, I mean, like, that's it. some people just kind of have that. As far as no question. Now, do you do you get to help in that back end way of saying, "Hey, casting director, this guy just happened on to my," you know, it's kind of the Moses story. He just kind of <laughs> right, the basket right. came by, and you know, this sure, is what sure, happened. sure, sure. Um, no, no, um, they they don't reach out to me that way. Uh, I wish they would, 
it's, it's more about uh, before the project gets started, do you have anybody that fits this? As opposed to, um, Patrick, do you have somebody that, that we know we can hire? <laughs> I wish it was that, but that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to be honest, though, I do think there's some acting coaches out there that, uh, because they've been around longer or whatever, that, that is the case. Well, a casting director will, will actually go to their studio, watch a specific actor and say, you know what, I want to make sure that he gets it. You know, um, the kid from uh, Terminator 2, do you guys know that story? No. Remember the movie Terminator 2? Yeah. I know yeah. This, is, this, is, this is random. But um, uh, they couldn't find that actor. You know, they couldn't find anybody for that role. And the cast director truly went driving around schools uh, looking like a little predator. Oh, and, my gosh. And, and saw this, this raggedy-looking kid and said, hey, uh, have you ever thought about acting? No. Well, you, then you're perfect for it. <laughs> Oh my and God. that's how that's how they found that kid, you know, uh, really? and from that point on, he just skyrocketed. Yeah, he never he didn't have an agent, nothing. And I do believe, like we were saying earlier, there, there's some talent out there that's just undiscovered, some yeah. Yeah. truly talented people that are undiscovered. How about the flip side of it, Patrick, where like I see this and well, not as much anymore, but when my kids are younger, <clears throat> that the parent thought. <laughs> my kid is going to be the next Emmy golden globe Academy award winner, but they didn't have it. Do you have to deal with kind of, I guess they call them stage parents. Do you you deal with that stuff as well? Well, I don't, (laughs) I don't deal with it, but I deal deal with it yet. Yeah. I I, I had this uh, kid come in, you know, uh, this girl with her mom. And in my class, I always sit in the back row so I can watch everybody. And this kid comes and sits, her first time to meet me, and sits in the back row. I'm like, all right, that's fine. She's scared, you know, she doesn't know much. And then I realized throughout the class, she went up one time. Everyone else has gone up four or five times. She didn't want to be there, was the point. After the class, you know, the mom comes over. How did little Susie do? And I'm like, you know what? Um, I don't think this is actually what she wants. Oh, yeah, she does. She loves this. She, She talks about it all the time. She loves, I'm like, you know what? you might want to just let her be a kid right now. You know, you might want to let her go to a skate park, <laughs> you know, do whatever it is that she actually wants to do. No, no, she doesn't. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm sure that, ma'am, you're, you're probably right. She probably loves it. This just isn't the best fit for her. Because I guarantee you, she went to some other studio and whoever that person was, was happy to take their money. That's sure. not my thing. You know, yeah. I need you, if you're going to be there, I'm going to push you, I'm going to challenge you. And you're going to get angry with me often, but at the same time, you, uh, whenever the light bulb goes off, you're going to, oh, that's why he had me doing that. That's why we did this exercise. As opposed to, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay, I get it. You don't want to do this because it's not what you want to do. It's not that you want to be in my class. But sometimes, like you said, it is the parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can imagine, especially with, you know, there seemed like, I don't know, when my kids were young, it was just a plethora of Disney, Nickelodeon child stars, yeah. and everybody thinks their child is beautiful. Everybody thinks their child has talent, whether it's on stage or acting or on the baseball field, whatever. And it's just, I can't imagine, you know, I know what dads are like at Little League games. I can't imagine oh, yeah. what some moms might be like with their little princesses. So It's so true. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you and well, we're almost at an hour, Patrick. I want to make sure, Mike, I got to interrupt you. Yeah. Are you okay, Patrick, with, for the time? I'm looking. We have four minutes. Let's do four more minutes. I got okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, crap. And I, had, I thought I had a good question. What was it? <laughs> well, you were going to ask about his inspiration earlier, and I think I cut you off then as yeah. well. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You're the, big, so, you're the big brother, though. You're allowed. That's right. Uh, that's true. So, yeah. G- kind of give me. Um, yeah, what was what was kind of the inspirational, and maybe you kind of touched on that a tad. But is there was there one person, or I mean, was it your mom? Was it your you know, uh, you know I mean, your parents weren't necessarily actors. I mean, no, no, no. You know, if, you if know. anybody, it's my grandmother. Okay, you know, really? uh, yeah, my my grandmother. It, it skipped a generation. Yeah, it went from my grandmother to me, but my grandmother, uh, she and I would just sit around at her little bitty house and watch. TV, watch shows over and over and over. She's the one that got me to even like try to figure out why this person did that. We would actually discuss characters, you know, even at, at a young age, but definitely my, my grandmother. Yeah. yeah. But also um, uh, a, a random story. I, um, uh, I remember being at home on the floor, uh, laying on the floor with my hand, my chin on my hands, watching uh, L.A. Law. Do you guys remember that show, L.A. Law? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. And it was the, I think it was the pilot episode, the first episode, and, and Alfre Woodard uh, was the guest lead in it, and, and she had been gang raped. And, you know, the whole episode was, we got him, we got him, we got him. You know, these three, three young guys. And the last scene was her, they had t- asked her to come in, and she said, and, and Harry Hamlin basically said, they're going to get off on a technicality. And I remember her just there, you know, and you can see she's fighting it. She's not going to cry. She's not going to give them the satisfaction. And because of that, there was like this flood, right? Right. And I remember I want to be able to meet her and I want to be able to do that. Oh I, want to, I want to not just make people, not, not cry, but, but affect someone, yeah. you know, because that's what she did. She affected me. And then fast forward maybe three or four years later and I'm at a table read with her at the table read. Oh my gosh. And, and I'm just sitting there staring at her, you know, trying not to look at her, <laughs> you know, tr- trying not to be, be so, so gross. It's out. Yeah. Never say anything. And, and then um, maybe two months into filming, uh, I, after I actually got to know her, I told her the story. Yeah. You know, uh, about how she truly, truly inspired me. And she, you know, she looked at me. I see her eyes starting to water. Come here, baby. That's awesome. like this, this great hug. But that, but that, those are the kind of stories I like to tell, you know, because yeah. Yeah. that's the truth about me being inspired and who inspires me. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. That's well, awesome. Okay, I've got one last dumb question. Can you, in, I am sure there's movies, and I don't want to tell you because it might be embarrassed, that I love to watch, and I might watch them over and over. But the acting, since I don't know, I know what I like, good acting, but I'm sure some of the movies I like are not really top-notch acting. Can you watch a movie and that's got bad acting and enjoy it? Or are you, not critical in a negative term, but are you looking like, oh, that guy, he's just, that's horrible. Like, I can't watch bad sports. Sadly. Not because I'm great at it, but. Sadly, I'm I'm, I'm with you. Really, I, it, it's it's rough for me. It is so rough <laughs> because of what we said earlier. I know there's some talented people out there that haven't gotten a shot, and then they'll put up some 
crap. And but the actor will get cast because the, that specific actor actress will put butts in the seats. Yep. You know, it's it's a it, I get it. It's a business. You know, it's the entertainment business. Uh, but even with the business aspect of it, I guarantee you there was somebody else that was better than that person. You know? Sure. But also, Trey, I'm very similar to you. I will watch a bad. I will watch a <laughs> bad movie all day. Uh, I'm saying bad movie, not bad right. acting. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, because yeah. just, just because it's bad acting, the movie might be good. You know, maybe that one actor's bad in it. But I, I, I enjoy a terrible D or okay. G movie. <laughs> well, okay. So I've got this question. And as far as, have you spent much time on stage or is, I mean, other than like in high school, yeah. I mean, yes, because I, I, I just remember when you were, I mean, I mean, when we were kids, when we were in junior high, when we were first, you know, when, at, when there was a drama department that yeah. Patrick and, you know, you guys, I mean, I was always amazed you and John Hamlet and I mean, y- y'all just were comfortable. I remember like in English class in high school and it was like, okay, we're going to learn the Canterbury tales or whatever. And, and I don't know that, I don't think you were in my class, but like John got up there and it was like, he was the shit. I mean, like yeah. he, he was Canterbury tales. I mean, he was telling it from, you know, Lord Canterbury or whatever. I don't even know, but, but does that make sense? Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that to me, you, what you guys, um, did as kind of high school students was so impressive to me, not only then, because I just remember going, holy crap. I mean, and I remember Dracula and being scared out of my mind when Lance popped out of, I mean, you know, and, and just the funny things that, you know, that you guys played on each other that I knew were going on. I think, um, John and, um, Hamlet and Robert Patterson did yeah. something to Brad Vincent about a putting a centerfold in a book or something that he had to open up or something. I don't know. Right. There's a story there and I can't remember what it is, but anyway, but to me, the, the way that you guys could just handled the stage being on the stage. And I am so frightened of that. Mm. I'm perfectly fine. If you had a ball in my hand, as far as, because that it's a different performance. It was not, I'm not having to say anything. I, you know, and so, so that, but as far as, um, I don't know where I'm going with this comment other than, uh, but to me, it was the things that you guys could do were, I think I can look back and say, you, you were doing these things at an early age. So, I mean, you know what I mean? As far as kind of having command of, not only yourself, but a presence on stage and those sorts of things. And it just seems like, you know, you've been able to take that and, you know, put it in, you know, in the bank in a sense, as far as, um, but, but to lead off with that or to, to, to further that question, I mean, is the stage something, um, is it kind of secondary or do you, I mean, do you enjoy, I mean, you know, it's just, it just hasn't, uh, uh, it hasn't revealed itself to me. I mean, I, I did this. I did a. I was in a play uh, he, here in L.A. Uh, years ago, and it was the first time I had. I even auditioned for a play, and I, I booked it. And I. Um, it, it was a great concept. The concept is what intrigued me, and it was about. It was a, based on a true story about these women in in um, in South America, uh, whenever Pinochet was was the uh, dictator there, and it was about these women would go down to this river and just wait for a piece of clothing from their son, husband, father, uncle, we, right? Because 
Pinochet was putting all these men in volcanoes and, and literally bodies were just stacking up. And so that intrigued me. Mm. Uh, and I went to the first rehearsal and I see all these famous, somewhat famous actors, you know, uh, of all different races because they wanted to play very diverse. And we're reading through it and I'm listening and I'm listening to the director and I'm watching and I'm like, just my gut, it was just off, something was wrong. And I had just, real quick, I had just finished uh, working on Grand Canyon with Danny Glover and his whole thing was theater. So um, I, again, walked down to a phone booth because I didn't, still didn't have a phone. <laughs> And I, I, I called my manager. I said, you know what? Um, I'm, 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 I'm done here. I mm. said, it, it, something is wrong here. Something is off. And she goes, are you sure? I said, oh, I'm sure. And then fast forward a month later, after they rehearsed and everything, they opened. And they opened on a, on a Saturday afternoon. They closed Saturday night. Uh-uh. I was correct. <laughs> oh, my god. Yeah, it, it's just something was off, you know? And I, I wanted so desperately to do a play, to do a yeah. good play. Right. I just couldn't. And then so in the, I've done one in the last, uh, like, three years, three, four years ago, I did a play as well here. But it just, it's not something that, that shows itself to me, you know, right. enough, anyhow. And is that location a little bit? I mean, like, if, I mean, oh, New that, York, if, I mean, if it was a New York? New York, yeah, yeah, you'd oh, be yeah. like, that'd be the, yeah. But also, though, to be honest, it's money. You don't, um, there's a, you, you make a certain amount doing theater, and sure, you don't do this because of the money, but at the time, uh, my, my daughters were young, and I, I still had to you know, yeah, you be a father yeah. and pay the bills, exactly. So I'm like, ah, I just, but that wasn't the reason I didn't take it. I truly didn't take it because my gut said something is off here. Yeah, that's cool. I, I love the, <clears throat> that you're, you know, the, that mother's or that intuition that sometimes, you know, we, we attribute to, um, we can use it at times to direct our own path. But, uh, Hey, well, Patrick, I think we need to land the plane at some point. Right on, We've been, uh, it's been, a just an unbelievable pleasure to kind of catch up, to visit with you, to kind of, to, uh, prick your brain a tad and like say, and spend some time with us. It's been awesome. Um, so I truly I should, do appreciate both of you guys and Trey truly, man. Good seeing you. It's been a long time. <laughs> right. Likewise. Let's not make it another 40 years. There, no <laughs> doubt. No more 40 years. Yes. Yes. But, but how can that be though, Trey? We're only 29. I know. That's, yeah. well, yes. <laughs> and, and Mike, time I, know, warp. I know I tell you this every time that I do speak to you or see you, but, uh, and, and I hope you know what I'm, what I mean by this, but again, thank you for my grandmother. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you, 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 you helped me out, so thank you. I got you, yeah. I, I know you. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Well, all right. I will well, always, I will always I, continue to say that, truly. Well, yeah. <clears throat> There's no need. But, yeah, um, Patrick, like I say, awesome. Well, um, just to close this up, all you uh, relatives, um, thanks for tuning in. And, like I say, uh, we'll have another guest. Hopefully not it's as uh, – um, Hopefully as good as the bar way too high. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, please. Oh, please. (laughs) Everything's going to come in. Yeah. Uh, But again, Patrick, thanks so much. Hey, you got it. We'll see you guys. All right. Okay. Well, that was sure a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad Patrick joined us. What was your takeaway from that, Mike? What did you like about that? Well, it's one of the deals. I think as with most of these, 
there's just so much more that we could have talked about and the time we always want to be respectful of their time, but I really at times want to be unbelievably jealous and, you know, kind of carry on the conversation for longer. Um, I will say though, we did hang up with Patrick and we did have a little, we had about a 15 minute conversation after. (laughs) So uh, it was good to, you know, continue, continue to on the conversation, even though we only recorded an hour, but uh, yeah, Patrick's, I just, he's always been a, a, uh, he's just been a cool cat and um, always someone that you knew was, I mean, it didn't matter what he was going to do. He's going to be successful. And I'm, I'm just so happy for him. And like I say, I'm um, happy to be able to call him, uh, you know, friend in some sense, he may not want to call me that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's still bitter about the punt pass and kick uh, situation. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's well, yeah. So anyway, you know what? What I just blowing me away through that interview was in the beginning when you know he went to college for a year and then just packed up his car and left. Like, didn't have a job, didn't have a place to live. Knew some people out there, actually some other Snyder people, which is kind of cool that they took him under their wing a little bit. He talked about, I think Brad Mall helped him, but. And Barry, I think, did a little bit. Yeah, and Barry Tubb. That's just, that takes some guts. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it's one of those deals, though. It's it's the great American story, and I think that's what, you know, that's what's so captivating about it, in a sense, is that, you know, there was, I mean, I know some other uh, people that did a similar thing, and they went out there, and they drove back. You know I mean? Like, it didn't work yeah. out for them. So, um, it's, it's you know that that it's not a hundred percent successful every time that someone does that, you know, but to me, when you get to hear the stories of people that do, um, it's a, um, I mean, it's, it's a cool story. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I think the other thing that made me laugh even after we hung up and stuff is that, that you and I, there was a TV show on at one time called the middle that, your family and my family separately enjoyed and thought it's hilarious because we having three kids, we could relate to them. And one of the fun, you brought up one of the funniest scenes in that. Yeah. Um, and Patrick actually was that kid's coach. Right. Um, yeah. If I were to ask probably all the three kids, what's the, fa- you know, what's your favorite middle, you know, the middle story or the middle um, scene scene or whatever and they I, I i would nearly bet that they would all say <laughs> it was when um uh what's his name brock i think his name brock i think that's his real name i don't yeah, know what his, his real name, name yeah 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 but anyway uh anyway he was uh, a character and anyway he does a little dance move or whatever and anyway needless to say they they uh i think they would all have that as their funniest moment and then come to find out Patrick was his coach. So that's, yeah. you know, kind of, a well, that's the same with mine. My, my family would say the same thing that the dance off, instead of getting in a fight, the other school took their, the stole the mascot uh, or something mascots yeah. uniform. And what was the guy's name in the show? And instead of fighting, he challenged the jock to a dance off. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and that was Patrick's guy. Yeah. So that was, that was good. And, you know, I think 
I don't know how this sounds on the podcast or anything, but I'm having a blast interviewing these people. I loved interviewing Dylan for our 10th episode, you know, Ted Scott, the very first one where we were horrible at it. Um, yeah. And I don't know that. I've just had a know, blast. Oh yeah. It's been tons of fun. I, I, after listening to the Dylan uh, interview, I realized that I am an absolute moron and I will do better relatives of trying to, when I need to ask a question, I'll try to get more succinct and not pause so often and all the things <laughs> that you guys are probably annoyed with my, that may be why our listenership has just plummeted. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, our interviewing skills are lacking. Yeah. You know, but hey, I, but our guests keep getting. I mean, we're getting quality guests, so I well, guess they yeah. just don't know. I, well, I think they don't. I think if listen. they would, listen, yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's a precursor. It's like, please do not listen to us before we interview you. Your so. first podcast that you listen to that we've done should be the one you're on. Exactly. Yeah. Then you can yeah. go back and listen, but don't, don't, yeah, don't pre-read us. This is, uh, yeah. So anyway. I'll do better. I'm working on my interview skills. Yeah. And so, so far, even though our interview skills have been lacking, we still have to give a shout out to our sponsor, Hargrove Crop Insurance. They've stuck with us through thick and thin. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe their sponsorship should include some interviewing you know maybe like the larry king school of interview or something we need to attend yeah yeah we, yeah, we might need to reach out to some sponsor you know that is kind of a <laughs> i don't know some something with regard to public speaking and or <laughs> toastmaster there you go. <laughs> toastmaster or te- a ted talk on how to interview i don't know so, yeah. All right. Well, we've get, because the Patrick interview, um, we we stole about an hour of his time. We're not going to go through any um, list or mailbag items. Um, anything you want to say in closing, Mike, to the relatives? No, thank you guys for continuing to listen. Um, you can um, check out Patrick. Like say it, um, I think I mentioned it on the pre interview that uh, he's going to be in a movie released uh, July 21st. He's told us it's called Tomorrow War. Um, he says it's we actually... We ask him more about that. Like what it was about. I know. Stuff. Yeah. We, we, need to, we could revisit that. Kind of have a... Or we oh, could get yeah. Sarah to come in. She could go watch it for us and then she could give us a review. We could get Sarah and Patrick on on the same... Sh- podcast and have her critique his performance oh, yeah. <laughs> that would yeah i i promise you sarah it, it she has no ability to critique she would be so enamored by the fact that she was well, getting to be talk perfect to, well i know yeah i mean it'd be she'd be you know the fact that she would even get to talk to patrick that you know he's a he's a movie star and she would talk be talking to him so yeah it is it is kind of a cool deal that but um Anyway, so shout out to Patrick. Thank you for um, taking the time, number one, and then also uh, being patient with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've got some other guests um, lined up. 
potentially, um, and let's say here Mike's interviewing skills. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say their name. I mean, we've got a guy who does competitive obstacle course racing, which I think is going to be pretty cool. I've told you about Calvin, who's worked in the production side of movies. Um, Taxidermist has uh, agreed, right? Yes, yes. Anybody we're, else? We're still working on the contract negotiation part of that. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> that always gets tense. Um, That's right. <laughs> anything else? Anybody else you working on on your side? No, I I had I had these kind of crazy. The Ted Scott interview was the one that has kind of put this bug in my thought that you know if you just reach out to anybody that at some point they might reply. And so I still have this thought that I might reach out to someone that's kind of a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing. But um, I just I can't pull the trigger yet because I think I think it's probably partly in due to partly due to my fact to the fact that I'm unbelievably horrible at asking questions. <laughs> so well, once one. So, Maybe you could just interview them. <laughs> I hook you up, and then you interview them. Well, if I got better, like at uh, editing skills, I could edit out your. You know, you'd sound like a robot, but I could just piece together. There you go. The, the actual questions you're trying to ask, or maybe um, I could just mute myself. <laughs> no, I need. Can't do that. Um, need, all right, so relatives, we have a favor to ask. Um, we're typically. You know, the reason why we do this podcast is for you. It's not for us. Um, we're givers that way. <laughs> and, um, uh, but we did find out this past weekend. Well, we made this offer, and I can't say it was accepted, but at least it wasn't rejected. If we can get up to 500 subscribers or listeners to the podcast, um, Mike and I can get our picture up on the wall of fame at the Spanish Inn, along with some of these movie stars. So it would definitely dumb down the wall. But Michael Rodriguez, he didn't say no. He didn't say yes. Yeah. What was your thoughts on that, Mike? You think we can make it happen? I don't. don't what, so. getting 500? I think that's pretty much picture a possibility. On the, wall. <laughs> the picture on the wall. I think some night. We need to sneak in and we'll put it there. <laughs> put it up there. Exactly. Right by yeah. Powers Booth, between Powers Booth and Barry Tubb. Yeah. And I think Patrick's on the wall. I think he made the wall, didn't he? Was he up there? On the wall. Huh? It's up to us. Yeah. I mean, we're not near. I mean, we, we're not even close to. Yeah. Because we, you know, we've got what, 15 <laughs> listeners? <laughs> we got a long ways to go, man. But yeah. What the hey, heck? Hey, but we've. We're we've eaten, the stars. Yeah. And, but we have, we have, uh, we have been, we have partaken of many green beef enchiladas and lady specials at Spanish Inn. So that is true. Which, and it, and as the waitress said the other night, that it takes a true man to be able to order the lady special. Yep. And you did. Yeah. And, just to put a, and I'm sure Mark and Michael, they do probably not listen to this at one iota, but there are people that um, I'm going to buck for changing the name of the lady special. 
<laughs> just for that reason. I mean, why not make it, you know, anyway, I just think. The know. mic special. Oh, no. No, I don't. I don't need. I'd rather be on the wall. But the. I mean, just change it to something. Oh, well, in it, Michael would, I mean, Michael Rodriguez or whatever. I mean, make it his, make it yeah. his special. That could, yeah. That would, that'd work. Or Sonia, make it Sonia special. That would be okay too. But to me, the ladies just means like, you know, it's kind of off limit for guys and that's not what it is. I mean, it's, anyway. All right. Well, we can drop the lady special, but. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Michael or Mark listen to this because they're getting some. F- Free. Some, well, I wouldn't call it free pub. I mean, no, you know, it's not like they're going to start getting crowded Sp- Spanish in. They got plenty yeah. of business, but um, they probably had never any. There's probably no one ever talked about their lady special on a podcast ever. So, and we are on Apple. Uh, that's so we, true. We are kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> they they just don't know it. Yet. Yeah. Again, I, I, I go back to the email that was sent to me that, you know, what podcasts are like babies and that probably not everybody should have one. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, by the way, do you get emails about like how to monetize or like podcast spam? Because no. I'm getting emails about, hey, how to turn your podcast into a money-making machine or whatever. Yeah. I guess because I'm, you know, are you the, our email address is associated with something or I don't know. Yeah. No, I, but I'm I like, don't. I just tell them we got it handled. <laughs> <laughs> We're on top so, of it. We're, we got this. We got this. The room full of money that we roll around in on a regular basis <laughs> is full. We don't have time for it. You obviously haven't listened to it if you think we even have a chance <laughs> in hell of monetizing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They may mean that we need to be paying people to. <laughs> That's yeah. right. The, the That's we increase our, our listenership is, hey, here's a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Are Speaking of. Hey, but speaking of, here's another reach out to our relatives is we had the idea back, I believe in January ish about having some relative truth podcast swag. So that would mean hats, maybe a t-shirt, sweatshirt. I don't know, but hit us up on one of the platforms that you guys, so that can be through the podcast, I think there's kind of an email through that or some contact information through that. You can do that through uh, Facebook. You can do it through the email. And you can also do that via Instagram. So reach out to us and see if you might be interested in some swag at some point. Yeah, I want I want a hat for sure. Yeah. So anyway. Um yeah, okay. so relative truth podcast at Gmail. Um, we got a Twitter account too, don't we? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. we. Yeah, um, it's not person <laughs> in charge of that's not real active with that. I don't think social media has been on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> not paying him enough, I think, is the deal. So okay, uh, yeah. Anyway. So get in touch with us because we. You know, if, if there's a couple of you want something, 
it'll just help us. It'll make everybody's a little cheaper, that cheaper, if I ordered That's two right. instead of just one. That's right. That's right. So, um, all right. So any other parting thoughts? So please like, please share, please subscribe. Um, tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your neighbors. Have a goal to be on the Spanish in wall. wall. Yeah. And as long as that goal is out there, I think, you know, we're going to have to keep swinging for the fence. Work hard. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody, if we need 500, if everybody would just tell 250 people, we'd be there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's all it takes. That's right. Your closest 250 friends. That's right. Okay. All right, man. Anything? I'm going to let you wrap it up. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Like I say, reach out to us. Hit us up on all the socials. And um, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm Mike McWilliams. And I'm Trey McWilliams. And we're the Relative Truth Podcast. We'll talk to you down the road. Oh,